Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bet Online is the number one source for college basketball betting. If you want analysis of every play, prop, and point, go to Bet Online. They've got the latest odds, all kinds of bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends right there at Bet Online. They've got updated odds for live games and right through up to the Final Four and Championship game. It's your college basketball headquarters for betting. Get over to the website and use your mobile device to sign up and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure you use that promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, and get a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. All right, welcome to the Kingdom of Pod. Take a deviation here on this weekly look at Boise State football to look into the basketball program for a moment. I like to deviate when news dictates to go to stories that involve Boise State uh, that could be conference-related or other sports or whatever's making big news. And, of course, the loss in the first round of the NCAA tournament qualifies as that. But normally, you'll get a lot of Boise State football takes from me. They've taken a little bit of a break from spring ball, although I do have a comment about a player that everybody I think is going to get to know and Andy Avalos went out of his way uh, to point him out. I have a lot more about him coming up after this comment on just where we're at with the basketball program. And I think, you know, I have followed it as as, as long as the football program, certainly not as closely uh, for obvious reasons. I didn't play basketball. And I've seen the development of the program. And I've noticed in just the last couple of years, and specifically this season, that uh, there's tremendous interest in the program. And, and from a fan perspective, it seems to have caught in fire with – groups of people, large groups of people that are buying into beating Mountain West rivals, winning the conference, getting in a good position for the conference postseason tournament, winning it and or getting into the NCAAs. And that's not as easily attainable and achievable on the football side of things because the expectations are so much higher. There's not much fan interest in beating some of those Mountain West rivals. Uh, They're more bought in to beating regional power five rivals or teams or schools or the big games that can happen uh, throughout the rest of the country against power five opponents. It's different. I, I did do the math one time and you know, like this, what 330 teams eligible to get into the uh, NCAA basketball tournament. We, we know, let's just call it 64 do. And you compare that to the 130 uh, division one football playing schools that can get into the uh, new year's day, six, 12 spots there. And it's twice as difficult to make it into the New Year's Day six in football than it is to make it into the uh, postseason basketball tournament and then winning it, uh, winning a game in New Year's Day six versus winning a, a game or two in the NCAA tournament. So it's difficult, much more difficult. So all of that, uh, I think, applies here. And for the things that Boise State's done in the distant past now, really, 2014 is a long time ago from now. Uh you know, those were great accomplishments. And what the basketball program is embarking on and getting to be able to do is remarkable, I think, to those who follow it close enough. Uh, they win 24 games. They've won, I think, 51 games is what the uh, statesman was reminding us of. And they've been to the tournament now a couple of years in a row. I understand nobody's been there more and lost than Boise State. That's nothing to be proud of. That's a bad stat. It's getting repeated nationally. And there is some damage that can happen by that. But the basketball program hasn't had enough top-level success to really get overly concerned with some of that. 
Uh, the Mountain West Conference basketball has been respected in the last, say, 13 years or so. Uh, there's been runs by uh, schools. People still, I think, have a certain identity with UNLV in New Mexico, even though they've not come around. Even Fresno has some presence and some awareness. Colorado State's had good teams. We know Boise State's had good teams. Wyoming's put out some teams. Uh, but San Diego State and Utah State, four out of the five last year or five years, have, have dominated things. And they're getting good reputations nationally. So I think it's all growing and the expectations are different. Nobody expects Boise State to win. Not nobody. Not enough people are saying they should beat Northwestern and then beat UCLA and get into a seat sweet 16. Um, I don't think that's the expectation. Why? Hasn't happened before. How could you expect something to happen that's never happened? What you expect them to do is be in a position to compete, to get an at-large bid in the NCAAs, to win the Mountain West Conference. And you expect them to lose at this point because they've produced that kind of re result. And when it happens, you're not as upset. And I'm sure they want to change that. And the only way that'll happen is over time, winning some of those games. And people seem to be not only patient, but the fan interest to me has grown. I mean, look at the attendance numbers. They're filling up that arena and they're looking at throwing out more amenities and making more money out of it and uh, all of that. I think Leon has done a great job hanging in there with lower resources. And now that was as athletic and a skillful team, five or six guys deep uh, that I've seen. Uh, getting his son at first was maybe not as huge of an accomplishment as anybody thought. Uh, but now look at how much he contributed. And he's got another one in the wings. So there's been a lot of positive things. Yeah. Does he need to have a bench uh, and, and be able to call on nine or 10 players. Well, who doesn't? Is that possible? Probably not. It's difficult given where Boise State's at. And I just think I can see that there's a different mentality in the way it's supported, the way it's followed, and the resources that it's given uh, compared to the football program. And you cannot compare these two animals. Uh, football has underachieved compared to the expectations of the great teams of the past. And until they get back to that level of achievement, it's still going to be disappointing for, I think, a bigger percentage of people. Uh, the game itself, uh, they just didn't shoot well enough. And we don't need to get into all the details about all of this, but I thought Northwestern was pretty darn good. And they played with great energy, tremendous defense, and took Boise State out of their offense and at, for long stretches of time. But this is really all about the program and what it represents and who it is. But it, much um, much to be proud of as a one-two punch, a program that's going to NCAA tournaments and a football program that's competing for Mountain West titles, and they hope to compete for a New Year's Day Six Bowl bid here in 2023. So it feels like to me that the wheels are firmly on the tracks and they are ratcheted down and they can get uh, further along. Um let me tell you about this, though. If you're not further along with the way you sleep, with the way you feel, uh, with any weight loss that you've tried to do and have not got accomplished, here we are in March. Have you thought about changing everything and going over to full spectrum health? I've been talking to you about this now for eight weeks. Uh, I've tried it. I've done it. I've lived some of these principles. Uh, for example, the cold plunging. And what does that mean? You know, three or four minutes in cold water and how that changes your body and changes your inflammation and can make ailments go away that your knees or back or shoulder or whatever your challenges are. 
Uh, I think it's well worth it. So go to full-spectrumhealth.com. You'll get a free consultation to see if it is for you. If you want to get an eight-week program, it's totally encompassing your sleep, uh, how you feel during the day, a diet, an exercise plan, cardio, weights, all of it for a couple hundred bucks. And it's time to attach, I think, some uh, a time to your total health and how you're doing 24-7. And I think this is where you can get it done uh, quite handsomely and quite easily. So trust me, if you want to email me with any questions, do so. It's pretty easy to get a custom fitness and nutrition plan, fullspectrumhealth.com. That's full-spectrumhealth.com. Let's get back to Boise State football for a second. And uh, they're taking a recess. Um, but one thing that going into the the, uh, the spring season that I thought about was getting more information about a football player that made some noise last fall. I have spoke to others uh, outside of the program that are well aware of this football player. And we're even hopeful that perhaps he was interested in transferring. That wasn't the case. And I think this is the name that you're going to hear a lot more of. Andrew Simpson, weak side linebacker. Uh, I'm sure he could line up at other spots. Uh, but if you go back and watch what Coach Avalos talked about after the first scrimmage, uh, which was closed to the media, so everybody had to rely on what he had to say, he pointed out that Andrew Simpson was, as as Coach Avalos put it, getting consistent pressure on quarterbacks. And that's coming from where he's at on the field. Uh, he, he's a kid that comes out of a high school in St. John Bosco, um, that is highly regarded across, across the country as a factory now in uh, Southern California for producing great football players, uh, great young men. Uh, there's a lot of discipline that goes into going to St. John Bosco. I'm very familiar with that school and the area. And Simpson's story is a little bit different how he landed at Boise State. He was a very early commit to Kansas. And, you know, the Southern California high school folks were going through their own COVID problems during Simpson's senior year, and they were playing football in the spring. So here is Simpson, you know, uh, committing to a school that he hadn't even visited, but he got recruited by a guy, <clears throat> position coach, who's now who left and went to SMU, and by a head football coach in Les Miles who got fired uh, for behavior off the field. And those things are why he decommitted uh, to the University of Kansas and opened things back up. And he had committed to them even before his senior spring season of high school football. And then he gets released by his letter of uh, from his letter of intent by Kansas. And so that happens in March or so after Miles gets fired. And that's why he wanted to move on. And he ends up uh, committing to Boise State. He's now a what a redshirt sophomore because he ended up redshirting his uh, freshman season and then playing last year. And this is a kid I think that we're going to become pretty uh, aware of if you, I'm sure the media dudes are all over it already, but I think the rest of us are, are going to catch on really pretty quickly in following his progress. He's fast. He's physical. Uh, he's a gamer. I think he's going to be on the field quite a bit. <clears throat> so I bring it up. Uh, his stats were good when he played last year. I was looking up some of those. He had pressures and sacks and tackles. And when he got on the field, eventually he was a factor. But I think that's a guy that you should start following. See how he's developing, because I think he could be this missing piece at the linebacker spot that I think they've had since Leighton. Uh, a guy that 
um, has the speed and the violence and the physical nature at the position, but it should be a lot of fun to see uh, how Simpson does maybe in the spring scrimmage or certainly as we get closer to the fall. I hope you enjoyed uh, this edition of uh, Boise State's football podcast that I put together. I call it the Kingdom of Pod. You can search just Boise State football podcast or Jeff Caves, and you can always find it. You can subscribe to it. If you're listening to this and you want to watch it, as some people do, in fact, I think as many or more people do, uh, go to my YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube, search Jeff Caves, and you'll find this and past podcasts that are all there. You can hear about Kellen Moore and what happened with the Dallas Cowboys or a variety of other topics. I hope you rate, review, and pass this along so I can help it grow. And I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.